Some brands choose to buy recognition. NGK would rather work for a living. Time after time, track after track, season after season, the engines that continually propel NHRA teams to victory often rely on NGK spark plugs. From factory stock cars to the top fuel class, we put our name on the line. And when we finish first, which happens a lot, we go back to work. Why? Because sometimes recognition can come with a price, but actions always speak louder than words. We earn it. We own it. That's what matters to us. NGK Spark Plugs, since 1936. Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can't ignore you. Put it up for the Wigan Warriors. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, review, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends. And let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? What's going on, Don O'Neill? You got me up early this morning, even though I was already up, but I got a couple of children. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, I got my coffee for show. It's no, no cocktail this morning. Maybe I should put the little Bailey's in here because it is Friday, but it's a little early on. The well, list. thanks. Thanks for tuning in this week, folks, to Racers and Rental Cars podcast and anything that Cam complains about because he's up early on a Friday recordings because he doesn't own a calendar. Nonetheless, thanks for tuning in as we are closing in. Can you believe we are halfway through 2021? Half way through 2021 isn't that crazy isn't that ridiculous dude Dude, it's flying by it just see what happens we just open up everybody goes back to trying to live life normal partying having a good time going to the racetrack and i mean maybe maybe for the people on the eat on the like are you trying to over there yeah i was trying to like (laughs) Trying to, I wasn't trying. I was trying to figure out which side. If I move my arms, I know everybody can't see me. But if I move my arms, if it was east or west, in comparison, in relation to the camera. But I mean, maybe for some people, but here in California, not so much. Still, hey, got hold, no up, hold up, hold on. You had Sonoma last week. I heard it was a little weird though. For some that they were listening to the the phone in shows and the message boards. I heard Sonoma was a little weird out there for NASCAR fans and the teams like they like flew in and flew out like an under, you know, like under 30 hours. They didn't, yeah. there was, it was like weird. What's crazy to me is I'm, I'm actually curious as to why they didn't wait because the, the governor supposedly announced that on June 15th, we don't have to wear masks or, I mean, the rules are changing how they didn't change the date, like how they didn't, 
be hip on that and make the date after that because then it wouldn't maybe it'll be a little different but i honestly up north like it's even worse than it is down here so because sonoma's like eight hours from me so like up by san francisco so it's uh even worse but i don't know i hope it goes back to normal because this whole like not racing thing has really got me got me uh all screwed up so what sucks is like wow. this was kind of a reason like some of the like fontana like i don't think fontana's ever coming back and that was like our local track that was like remotely close i think we talked about this before but like now the only track that seems to really be racing is sacramento and sacramento is way up there and that's like a long ass drive just to go for like a weekend bracket race so you gotta get you gotta give large shout outs to jesse no he's doing a great job i think he's that's awesome for yeah he's local racers in that area he's putting in the work yeah he's a marketing guy too he's got he 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 gets it speaking of him we should have him on the show i should hit him up i'll call yeah. Yeah, we for what he's doing for Northern California racing, uh, I think it's you know, he's keeping it affordable. He's keeping that racetrack at one time I think was like on on a ventilator. Like yeah, it's it a was dump. on slow, yeah, slow life support. And he's you know, obviously he's over there working it with the with the ownership or property management and he's putting some things together. So kudos to those guys up there. But yeah, that, uh, that whole deal this week, listening to what happened going on out in Sonoma and so forth, that was kind of, kind of crazy. And now we are throwing down as NASCAR rolls into the great state of Texas for all-star weekend. NHRA is having clam chata up there in New Hampshire. Lobster. And lobster clam chata. They, they doing it up up there but how about this 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 is i i personally right like personally from this standpoint i'm looking at this weekend for nhra as a very large weekend like i think it's very important because there are two racers sorry my phone dinged it told me that epping's happening right now and i'm not there but anyways continue yeah right exactly yeah mine mine i had my phone silenced you know that's what professionals do when they're doing anyway so moving right along uh alexis de and bob tasca being the two sponsors for this weekend's event up in new hampshire i think that one is awesome right for them for their two companies obviously task a huge in the automotive side and Alexis and her whole entire family with the tequila company, their new venture. And that's just awesome for them to go up there in the Northeast and, and kick that off and take advantage of it in that area. I think it's huge. That's, that's the positive, right? I'm really high for on both of these individuals doing that for the sport. No, I think it's I'm great. Well, cause Tasca is like from kind of up, in and around there yes. which is good so that's a good play for like all his family businesses and, and whatnot and i'm curious why alexis picked that one with the tequila company i am too uh there wasn't really i i mean i'm sure again it's a new tequila company right for them, so for their venture. maybe it was cheaper and or um it was like nhra was like hey we have this or this right Take yeah i mean well, it could have been, but that's where I also was going to go. So that's like a really big deal, right? My other concern, like a shocking concern is. 
We couldn't find any other companies in the Northeast. I was just going to say I mean, that. I, I mean, legitimately. I mean, this is really the closest race to New York, right? I mean, yeah. We I mean, we don't. I mean, we don't have. We don't really have any other footprint uh, up there. So for the New York City market, for those large advertising agencies and corporations, I mean, we couldn't get Bitcoin to sponsor it for crying out loud. I, I mean, damn it! What about? I mean, what about DraftKings? I mean, I, I don't. I, I I don't know. I that just it kind of kind of concerned me a little bit because of the you know the market side. But nonetheless. I hope that they kill it. It's going to be live on Fox on Sunday. So hopefully they live get some on Fox really good. With 12 cars. Is that how many top fuel cars they had? I think it's 12. Yeah. I'll double check. Yeah. Let me, let me, okay. let me fact check myself right, right quick while we're talking, but well, Zuckerman will tell you here or Zuckerberg will tell you in a minute. It'll pop up on the screen. Yeah. Nonetheless, I still, I still think it's, I still think it's awesome. I think the weather is supposed to be killer. So we might see, Oh, uh, you know, we might see a few things. Might, it's might, a cool track. Some, oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, and the fans up there are awesome. I think oh, it also yeah. hurts a hurts a little bit, you know. So, um, but yeah, no, totally look forward to that. Uh, not yes. to mention L twelve cars, twelve dragsters, thirteen funny cars, seventeen pro stockers. Nah, that's nice. Good turnout for pro stock. Oh, um, also Eldora, the dream, Tony Stewart. They've been rate. I think they started on Wednesday, Tuesday. They have been rolling them through there. So check out Flow Racing uh, over there this weekend. I'm bummed there's no drag racers on there this time. And hey, I you know I'm not drag racing this weekend. I I was available. Could have called me. Just saying. Could have called you, huh? Yeah, you got a lot of you got a lot of sim time wheeling a dirt track car. Yeah, you got about as much you got about as much experience as I do. Only thing he's got experience in dirt track can be my last name, first name actually too. That because you know there's a Don O'Neill dirt track guy. So I mean, there you, know. you go. You could just be the ringer. That'd be I, right, so right. fun. I like. I wish I could get an opportunity like that. That'd be freaking rad. Like I'd eat that up. That'd be so fun. It, it would be. It totally would be. It'd be a good time just to do something like that for charity. Which mm-hmm. speaking of charity, how about the NASCAR wives, the significant others? Uh, the better halves. They had this huge iRacing challenge raising money last night for the Motor Racing Outreach Network, which just, uh, I mean, that's just kudos to them to do that. I mean, they had followings on Twitter and Facebook, and it was just awesome. Dale Jr.'s wife. Uh, I mean, the, the list went on and on of everybody in there. Um, the Bris- Briscoe was in there. I mean, it was just, you know, Dale's sister, Kelly. That's just really cool that they did that to raise money uh, for the motor racing outreach and their individual charities based on who won. So I thought that was a really cool deal. Maybe, you know, wouldn't that be cool if we could do that in drag racing? Have like I, was just gonna, I was just going to say I'm going like, to have to give Angie some shit because – you know, she's yeah. slacking. Now, what if we had something like that for like at one of the national events? You know, one national event, it's like the the wives of top or top fuel or girlfriends of top fuel drivers or husbands in some cases. And or both. Uh, and or both. <laughs> and so, uh, easy now. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, easy there. It's too early for all that. 
anyway, moving right along. And then yeah. like the next, next event we do like funny car drivers. And then the next event we do like pro stock, right. And like run them down through. And then like, I don't know, at the world finals or at Vegas or something like have like a charity race off deal. Right. I, I, I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Cause obviously there's a lot of us that have, have a, a lot of different, you know, drivers, wives, girlfriends to put in there so that it would be much longer, you know, drawn no, out, if be, you will. That'd be cool. Why don't you, yeah. why don't you call yeah. an entry and see if you can put that together? Yeah, we'll, we'll get that put together. I mean, obviously, Toyota, I'm sure, would be interested in doing something like that, you know? So, oh, uh, but yeah. That's kind of like, all, I don't know. We actually, we've never talked, this kind of sparked into my head. We actually haven't talked about this, um, which I kind of thought it was really cool. So, there's a, a top fuel team, the Leverage Racing top field team they have a driver named joe morrison and he's a rookie and you know they're trying to find funding but they're out there grinding it out and they're a little bit of a lower budgeted team i actually drove for them at indy last year um super nice people um but they're doing this thing where it's called racers to the rescue and they every race they go to they pick a restaurant around there to um you know, whatever. And they put it on the side of the car and they go and they try to, they try to get all the racers or whoever to go to that restaurant to help stimulate their restaurant. And I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, it's not really anything for them, but other than that, I'm sure they probably give them free food, but I mean, whatever, um, which is great. But I mean, it's cool for the, the company, you know, like, Oh, absolutely. And it's, 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 they don't do like Taco Bell. They do like Oh no! You know, yeah, mom Bob, and pop stuff. Yeah, well, Bob and Tom's barbecue or what? Like they're just yeah. like local places, which I think is really cool, and that's that's really nice of them to do that. Well, and that's I mean, it is. It's no different than you know Marcus raising money uh, with his venture, you know, on Twitter and so forth, trying to raise money in Nashville and in other locations for the small businesses. So yeah, that that is really cool. And see, I thought you were going somewhere else with that, but we'll I'll take you there. Let's talk about what went on on Twitter this week for NASCAR driver had the best sales pitch like known to mankind. Uh, I mean, I really, I really Brandon Brown, baby. <laughs> So, folks, if you're listening, you need to go over on Twitter, check him out. Uh, I believe he's also uh, got a Facebook page. But I caught the I caught the video on Twitter uh, for Brandon Built Race Team, and go check him out. It's Brandon Brown underscore sixty eight over on Twitter. Did one of the best sales pitches. Over nineteen hundred retweets. So far, 8,600 likes, uh, three, uh, like 350, 350,000 views about needing sponsorship. And he just went straight up old school car lot pitch. And it was awesome. I mean, just straight up awesome. Loved it. Um, Huge shout out to him for doing that, folks. Go go check it out. I hope that it works for him. Uh, heck, I hope Marcus does something. I mean, come on, Marcus. You're giving everybody money um, in the NASCAR world, Xfinity and truck and, and so forth. Need you, over here. <laughs> Need you over here in NHRA, Marcus. Come on over. Come on over. Yeah, no, but that I thought it was super cool. He, like, had the, the – uh, 
full on for sale deal on the hood and you know the denim jeans and uh, it was it was executed perfectly so big shout out to him yeah. i hope it worked and even had like a suit on too like yes suit and tie like i love it he, love he it. was he was all over it totally enjoyed that well let's jump right through let's roll right marcus on in here how about this weekend kicking off tony stewart and ray Evernham's racing series and lo and behold who is a major sponsor for Tony Stewart and Ray Everingham, anybody? Camping of the world. <laughs> Can yes, he, he is. He, I'm telling you right now. If we're racing, if if they hook a gerbil to an electric motor right now, I'm pretty sure that Camping World is going to get involved in it because Camping World is a major sponsor for Tony Stewart and Ray Everingham. Uh, the SRX that's kicking off this weekend. So uh, go over there. I think, I mean, the drivers that they have that's going to be involved in this series, the prototype, not prototype, but the, the cars that they've built, the horsepower packages, I'm really interested in seeing how it plays out. I'm also interested in seeing if we have a little bit of scuffles because we got a few people in the field that are known to not give a little, but they are known to take a lot. And what's, so, the, what's the whole, I've seen a bunch of this stuff. So do you know about that series at all? Since you're our NASCAR correspondent. <laughs> right. Ha, ha. Uh, it's just. Cause it's like dirt and asphalt or something. Right. And it's yeah, like I, older retired people. I think yes, but with a few up and comers, Haley Deegan's involved. Oh, really? Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So, but I mean, it's just, it's a filling. It's a gap. It's like a one night show, um, you know, different from NASCAR runs, you know, not, not competing with NASCAR and so forth. And I think it's going to, you know, um, I think it's going to go off pretty good. I'm excited about it. I mean, come on. You're talking about Ray Everyhand, Tony Stewart, you know, I'm um, sure it'll be a success. I how can it not be? They got CBS Sports, they've got Alan Beswick, but what I will tell you that I'm a little concerned about is and it was brought up on another show which was a legitimate conversation is that today's motorsports fans there's some drivers that are involved in the series that most around most will not recognize like at all. And so it's like, we need like some buildup, some PR, some digital media to talk about who Paul Tracy is or Willie T ribs. We need to, we need somebody out there telling the stories of these individuals. You know, I mean, come on. Most people don't remember younger fans. Don't remember Michael Waltrip getting all choked up over here. Or what? please pause ladies and gentlemen for Don to uh, have a glass of water. Um, he's going to say that it's water, but it very well could be vodka. We're not sure. It's, it is close to noon in Indiana. Oh, Hey Don, what's up? Ha ha ha. Yes, I am. You know, this episode is named. I've got to go to rehab. So might be what I'm, doing. <laughs> I'm trying to get that last one in there, but no, that I just, I feel like it's like anything else that we talk about, you know, you have to be able to tell the backstory and get people, excited about it uh say something that's interesting about the individual and try to build the fan fandom up if you will what's so. crazy is like 
people, a lot of people forget about that part. And it's so funny because that's what everybody wants to see and hear and do. But a lot of these sanctioning bodies aren't very good at it. It's hard to tell. Because they, they, they focus so much on promoting the series and not the driver because they're worried that they're the drivers are going to get all the, the publicity from it. Well, in my eyes, if you ask me, I, I, everybody knows that I'm a big proponent of this. You, you advertise this, the driver or the rider or whatever, it's then going to advertise and promote the series that they do. So if you do a little of both, i.e. Supercross, I, it's my number one example. Everybody knows that. I think we talked about it last week. Look how, like You could be a middle-of-the-pack Supercross guy and still have 60,000 followers on Instagram, but that doesn't really happen in, you know, Saturday night short track or a drag racing or anything like that, which is a shame. I, I totally agree. You've got to have the show. You got to tell the stories. Um, you got to get back out there, you know, and, and be involved and, and be in parking lots and be in, be in places where you might not be reaching these individuals that, it, that are your demographic and that you need to have as your customer base. Uh, so, uh, yeah, absolutely. Ho- hopefully it starts to change soon. But, yeah, interesting series coming up. We'll, we'll see uh, next week how that, how that all plays out for, the, for those individuals, uh, whether it's the NASCAR, which is going to have – uh, I, I've given up. I'm sorry. I quit trying to understand the all-star race, the stages, the formats that are coming up this weekend. Um, but they are doing some cool things. They're inverting the field. They're drawing for uh, how many places are going to get inverted. And the pit crews are involved for money as well. And so, um, you know, I, I'll be, I'm, I'm going to watch because it's an all-star race. I want you know, it's just about the money. It's not about points or, or anything else. So it's one of those races where bring back the trophy or bring back the steering wheel, one or the other. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward uh, to that, but it's still difficult to try to understand. NHRA, we got Eldora. I, I mean, the racing is going on and it's still halfway through the year. And why is that really significant? Well, this week, if you're like me, you made your PRI hotel reservations. Well, I'm glad that you did because I'm just going to sleep on your floor. So it's whatever. I don't need to know. So thank you for that. It'll be the racers and rental cars sponsored hotel room. Hotel suite. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Drop, drop by. Just make sure it's a heart shaped tub. Heart shaped tub. Right. Yeah. Okay. Heart shaped tub, and you can drop your marketing deck right here in this box. Do the mail slot, yeah. <laughs> Do the mail slot. We got you. We got you. And we'll tear them up. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I get. I'll bring my red sharpie. Constructive criticism. <laughs> Absolutely, but no, really exciting this week. PRI hotel rooms opened up. Lodging. Get in there, guys. That I'm telling you right now. I think it's going to go along the same lines as everything else that we've seen, right? They opened up the Indy 500. It was jammed packed. We, these events these, the, that we've missed out on for across this country for everything that's went on, we're ready to get back to normal, to what we're, what we're used to, our, our, our structured lifestyle of going to Vegas for the SEMA show, going to PRI in December in Indy, 
and seeing our friends, our executives, our partners, our sponsors, our, our competitors, you know, we're, we're ready to get back to that. So uh, if you haven't made plans yet, better get started. December is going to be here before you know it because it just seems like a few weeks ago we were talking about New Year's and uh, now here we are talking about 4th of July in two weeks. My question is, I mean, there was like 5 billion people at the Indy 500. What's the uh, COVID rate on that now that we're two weeks out? I mean, what, I, what are the reports? Zero? I, I, wrong, wrong. This is the wrong <laughs> network to ask something like that. I mean, it's hey, just, the world's still living, guys. Indy 500 went off without a hitch and we're still breathing I'm, over here. I'm just, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I would go I, so not, bad to that one day. Indy 500. Yeah, we we need to we need to put that down. We can get with Ashley, and maybe she can get us hooked up. Tell her to yeah. come in as media come in as media correspondents. Yeah. Come hang out, right? Yeah. Well, see. You if think we? we I, you, you think we, I mean, somebody would answer a question that I would ask, right? You'd be like the Ed Bassmaster guy walking around and be like, with Pish TV over there with his microphone not even plugged into anything. <laughs> Tell me you've seen that. No, I haven't. Oh I'm my have to go good. God! I'm going to go um, This okay, comedian no. Ed Bassmaster. Look him up, and he went to okay. this. Um, it was amazing. It was a super good idea for this insurance company. I forget. It was like something King, Crown King. Me, I don't know. Look it up on YouTube. It's a this insurance company hired him to go like as like a just a skid or whatever to go to the NASCAR right. thing. He like walks around the the pits and like starts interviewing all these people and like he's like leaning on cars and, the, and like he dresses really funny or just like stupid sweater and he's walks around like he's buff but he's not oh it's right? so funny he's like leans up on the cars and they're like hey could you not lean on that and he's like Psh! he just walks away and like oh my like god he's, he's going through tech <laughs> don't tell them all to me for the Dude. god you gotta Golly. watch it is hilarious You're like He's super funny. You're, you're everything my wife complained about. Stop telling me the whole story. Okay, I want to well, watch it myself. Go look up okay, Ed, Ed Bassmaster. Okay. Okay. I'm sure somebody would answer a question for me, though. Like, you know, what did you eat last night? Donde esta el baño? Donde esta el baño? Yeah, the Indy 500, I might need a translator. Oh, <laughs> that's, for, that's for sure. It wouldn't be Spanish, Absolutely. though. It'd be, it'd be freaking, there's all kinds of different. Uh, dude, I would need a, I would, French. I would, I would need a, I'm going to have to go like call up one of my buddies at like the, the language Institute for the army DLA yeah. and see, yeah. see if I can get them. That's is what's cool. Stuff. That's what's cool about IndyCar though. They have a lot of different people. Oh, absolute cultures that come in. Yeah. I think I, that's I mean, awesome. And, they, and the one thing that we all agree on horsepower and going fast, fast. Co competitive racing. Absolutely across the board on that. Yep. For sure. You can have Ricky Bobby right. or you can have the dudes from Formula E. Eh. 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 Yeah. Formula Eh. Yes. Which by the way, I mean, do we have do do we have an F one? Do we have a NHRA or a NASCAR show getting ready to come out soon that Netflix can announce like Formula One's drive, drive to survive? Yeah, can we can I we love that one? show? I mean, 
I too too. I'm I'm rewatching the season. I know. I, I mean, well, the problem is I want like I wasted like 12 hours of my life and just watched them all like continuously, and then I'm like, well, shit. Now what am I gonna watch for? Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, Yellowstone can't get here soon enough, but that's right. That, yeah. Right. So, so okay. So we're we're having. I got. I had somebody reach out to me and made a comment about the conversation about when we talked about NASCAR and how we were judging individuals that were new teams or drivers with new teams and the performance level up and down. Right. And so it, it got posed to me in a question. Uh, and then actually I saw it on Twitter um, earlier this week, I think talking about rookie of the year status in NHRA drag racing. And so it got me to thinking another level since we're a marketing show if we had to go out right now and say we're going to pick the top five that we've seen on social media that we feel like is doing a stellar job for being a racer with a marketing opportunity, right? Performing, being part of their strategy. Who would come to your, who would come to mind for you? You've had a lot of changeover. You've been watching a lot of the motocross guys and, uh, over there. I mean, we've got drag racing. Who, who, who comes to mind for you that or, somebody that just has so far knocked it out of the park on being a, with a new opportunity marketing-wise? Are we just talking drag job. racing? Yeah, or, we can go drag racing. Or are we talking Dude. anything? Well, I'm talking anything because, I mean, I kind of we kind of look at everything. But, I mean, okay, who well, comes to mind for you right off the bat? For me um, – Jet Lawrence, who is a supercross rider, he's fat, he got a deal with he used to ride for Geico Honda, but now he um, rides for Factory Honda, and he's 17 years old and he's killing it. And he's from Australia. He's gonna supposedly be like the next, him and his brother are gonna be the next Jad Reeds of the supercross world. And but what with him, he's nailing it on. He's a super personable kid. He, in his interviews, he always thanks the fans. He, oh, like he's just kind of a squirrel because he's, he's 17 and he's like a millionaire all right. of a sudden, uh, but he's got a Red Bull deal now. Like he's got individual sponsors and Red Bull is just doing a phenomenal job with him because he's, his, his name's Jet, which is pretty cool. It's my kid's name. Um, so he's obviously, I think he had it first. Yeah. He's obviously <laughs> got to be cool. Um, but no, like Red Bull's doing a lot of stuff and he's like a big donuts kid. Like when he won this big, the monster cup, uh, when he was an amateur, he like was on the podium eating donuts. Cause you know, all these supercross guys, like there's hardcore training, like all the time and his reward for winning races was donuts. So now it's like this whole brand that's made about him. Like, so OGO, um, I think it's OGO. He's got like a bag deal with OGO and they make like, bags with donut he's got like this donut look to him and they put to the back know, yeah pink donuts on it and like he red bull at the red bull hospitality thing any fans he gives away a hundred donuts to at every race and for the outdoor season to to whoever wants them he just he buys a hundred i'm sure red bull pays for it but it's i'm sure he's not worried yeah, about a hundred okay. donuts but yeah. so but like stuff like that like i think he's doing a great job and he just did a um, some sim racing thing. Um, it actually might have been that charity thing. Was that a road race thing? It was like a Red yeah, Bull. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, was this was like ago. Oh, okay. This was like two nights ago. He did some Red Bull sim 
thing and he's a super cross guy and he's 17 he's probably never driven a car <laughs> right <laughs> so like and he was doing good and he like spun out like six feet before the the finish line and some guy just like you know like passes him right like literally six inches before the finish line and he's like no that did not just happen so but no he's he's doing a great job and they got tv shows the red bulls got all kinds Right, their own channel. They're yeah. definitely yeah. investing in him, and they're doing a really good job. And he doesn't okay. seem like some spoiled little entitled. Gotcha. Kid. So, gotcha. That's okay. what I got. All right, give me a drag racer. <laughs> uh, rookie. That doesn't necessarily need to be a rookie, but somebody that's got a new deal that's doing a really good job, bringing a lot of attention to themselves. I mean, I would have to say Dallas Glenn. I would totally, I would, I would agree. It, it would be neck and neck for me between Dallas Glenn and Kyle Koretsky right now. That I mean, those, as far as as far as individuals with new with new deals, yeah, because there's really not that many of them in drag racing. I'm here to tell you, but Dallas is doing a good job because his. The reason why I say that is because his deal was only supposed to be like four or maybe six races, and now it's the whole deal because he's killing it, won a race, like. Now right. he's going yes. for the full tour. Like, or his yeah. sponsors are clearly believing in him. So, you know, hats off to yep. to Silver State and the Rad Torque systems that that's doing that. I think that's really cool. Yeah, totally agree on that. Absolutely. Um, and then you know, I know it'll it'll probably it'll come across the the wrong way because I know you don't do the NASCAR, but. I know everybody's talking about the value that that Bubba Wallace and twenty three eleven is bringing. I, they're on their on track performance is not not garnering right. I mean the the media attention. I mean it's like every other day somebody's writing an article about Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan and Bubba Wallace and and so forth. And they're you know how they've already come out and they're gonna they're gonna expand to one more car next year. Uh, because they have so many companies that want to come be a part of that organization that they're just going to funnel them over to another car, which sounds like it's going to be Kurt Busch uh, with Monster Energy. So go figure on that deal. But um, I'm really more, <clears throat> excuse me, looking along the lines of the guys, guys like Corey LaJoy right now and what he's doing over there in his little little team as they're as they're trying to grow and so forth he's got his own podcast he's out there he's put himself out on xm radio on a weekly basis on the nascar show he is definitely involved in twitter um you know i i don't know that's that's who i'm looking at as far as the value side of it of on track off track he's definitely overachieving with the equipment that he has and and there could be definitely other arguments that be made for other people but but he made a change um of course bubba made a change as well but it's just the the on track performance right now is not uh not up to not up to par for what i think uh for grabbing hold of things. And I'm totally agreeing with you on the, on the NHRA side, but it's, it's, you know, it's halfway through the year right now. There's a lot of companies relooking NASCAR started their silly season. We're entering our silly season for NHRA. If you're in the business world, it's, you know, we're getting ready to crack on fourth quarter here, you know, third and fourth quarter. It's time to time to go to work. What are you, what are you working on for 2022? You can reach out to me at hate mail at racers and rental 
And we definitely, uh, we're kind of like 2311 as well. We have all these companies that want to come be involved with yes, us. Uh, so we will, we will funnel you in, in different directions. Comes so, included uh, with a podcast. If absolutely. Partner with I Don O'Neill and Cameron Frey. I mean, absolutely. We, we will take care of you. We will stick you out there. You'll be, you know, you'll be on podcasts that are top, top 150 in the country. How about that on a weekly basis? So, I mean, for all those out there listening to podcasts, we get it done. Just saying we move the needle, but <laughs> I, I just, you know, there it's that time of year this week. I mean, everything from here on out, I think is going to be focused on what are we, what are we doing to prepare for 2022? And it's horrible. I think you and I are both in the same spot. I'm getting ready to kick off my season significantly, like race after race after race after race after race from now until November. And we're halfway. And I haven't started yet. You know, the year is halfway and I haven't even started yet. You're no different. You're no, in the same boat I yeah. am. Looks like Andy. And so, so right. I, I gotta, I'm going to sit on the sidelines till Indy. I mean, that's just, it's crazy to think about how you're, how you have to work at this uh, so far in advance and you haven't even finished yet, you know, or gotten to the two thirds way or halfway point. That is what's really hard when you try to, when you try, you're trying to get sponsors, like even a new sponsor, like in the sport, when you have to, to discuss and think in, in marketing terms, which is so far planned out and like, people sometimes forget like, Oh yeah, I was going to do that. Or, Oh, like, and if they haven't done it before, it's a long wait in order to like make a big splash, which can be very hard and costly and costly. Yes. Because by the time you even get rolling it, they're kind of like the candles are kind of blown out. Cause you're like, Oh yeah, we've moved on to the next best thing, which may not be the next best thing, but it can happen right that second. Yep. And it's very, it's very tough. It's extremely tough. Totally tough about that. We might, we might need to get a couple, we might need to get a couple strategists come on the show here in the next few weeks. Talk about strategy moving forward. Do it. And in, in, in identifying. So, um, but no. So I got a, one. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Hit me. No, I was going to, I was going to hit you with our last, with our last uh, topic here. Okay, have at it. I got one final topic, and I'm going to preface this with I love them. I think they're great. Um, but how long do you think these big money bracket races are going to last? Because uh, there's, if you, it, from a West Coaster's point of view, there's a lot of them going on, right? Which I think is awesome. I, wish I could race every one of them. I wish I could go back East and race a lot of these, you know, we only get like one here on the West coast and there's a couple little bigger bracket races, but how long do you think that it can be sustained for? Because I I'm hearing you, you'll probably know a little bit more about this than I do, but some of these fools, like if they race a handful of them, I mean, they're spending $20,000 in entry fees, like it's nothing. And then what have they won? Uh, t-shirt you know like how long are people going to be like i mean yes it's life-changing money if you win that's the, you know that's the the ploy or whatever which is a hundred percent correct but when you got 500 people only one of those people win so i mean yes it's it's gambling and whatever i mean but 
is it going to continue? I hope it does. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's great for the sport, but I, I don't know. What's your opinion, Don? <laughs> well, let me start off by saying, you know, I, you start talking about big money bracket racing. We just finished up the Derby last week. Uh, Tyler Bohannon TV promotions over there. Uh, Shanna Stone vintage trailers win wins in the 50 right take that runner up dylan dylan winners a uh, local racer from this area evansville owensboro uh boonville i mean it was 350 racers 50 grand 50 grand or in you know and i mean was there a split I'm sure there was but i'm i'm one i'm one of those people that i'm not a lot of times i'm just yeah Y'all need to talk about that. I mean, that's that's for those guys to worry about, you know. But at the same time, you're absolutely right. It's costly. Um, it's the risk versus reward, right? Sitting down, play blackjack, playing cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the big thing right now is to economically, you got to look. I mean, what's your gallon of diesel fuel out there? Or like four ten. And it's three fifty up the street at the truck stop here. I mean, that's 350 a gallon for diesel fuel. Most of the rigs that are rolling to these big money bracket races are holding 100 or, or takes 100, 200 gallons of diesel fuel to go and come back, run your generators all weekend. I mean, there's your fuel bill. And that's before you even think about your entries, which you probably already pre-entered and you prepaid, right? Because we're all, we, I mean, most racers want, they want to know that they're guaranteed. Promoters want to know that they're guaranteed. There's there's a lot of things economically speaking that are good based off of the big money bracket racing scene, right? Mm-hmm. Big big rewards for for the risk. It's costly, a lot of risk, right? Not so much on the reward side. If you're one of the if you're one of the, you know, eight or whatever that gets through 16, you get down there and you're able to talk about a split and you get in that, okay, well that helps you out, you know, doesn't make the the risk so great. But at the same time, I would also tell you that there's a lot of people that go to the big money bracket racing because of the way they're treated. They'll promote like 90% of the big money bracket racing that's going on is racer promoter driven. And those guys and gals are treating their customers the way they want to be treated. And you cannot you cannot put a price tag on that. I mean, you, how, do you, how do you get repeat business? Treat your customers right. How do you get repeat business? Treat your customers right. And now when we say that, it's completely in the opposite direction when we talk about some of the sanctioning bodies that are out there and the racers that complain about how they're treated, right? Because at times they, you know, they use phrases like, you know, second-class citizen, um, not important, just get my money, go over there, be quiet. Uh, you know, just you hear those. And then, but at the same time, you get pushed, right? What's the one thing bracket racers don't have to worry about? Most of the time, most of them don't have sponsors. Most of them that do, uh, they may be B2B deals within their own businesses because most of the big money bracket racing scene is our individuals that run companies or drive for people that run companies. And, and it's, it's, their, it's their boat. It's their lake house. Uh, and it's what they go do. Right. Um, 
so they don't really worry about the sponsorship side of it. So there's a lot of that that's um, that just it's it's a teeter totter. It's a balance, you know, pros and cons when you sit there. How long can it last? As long as the racers keep showing up and promoters can can pay their bills for the racetrack, put on solid events, walk away with a little bit of money to kind of keep going. I think it's going to continue. I think it's going to be like anything else. We're going to have a plateau at some point and things will start to step back and the, and the purses and the entry fees may take a little step. So right? Do you because think economic- some of the luster will, I mean, maybe not luster, but do you think some of the, it'll get, it become saturated because there's so many of them now. There's only so many 50 grinders in the country. Right. But there's only so many, there's only so many millions. So when you add your name to that list, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. If you take out the SFG, you know, them coming on the scene and starting their million program, if you will, and, and uh, Cummings and, and Gaylord and their deal, right? There are, there are actual bracket racers in this country and historians. I bet you we call it McKenna or, or Kepner. They're up until they, them coming on the scene, people knew exactly how many million dollar race winners there were even though they didn't pay a million dollars right they, it was the million dollar race it had the potential to and that was that was the event it was the bar when you had gary williams troy williams sherman adcock when you have these individuals that win these events we just never capitalized the folk family did capitalize and you started to start seeing more and more sponsors being involved with that marketing wise because it was the largest attended event. Um, and then Peter and Kyle came in and things started to evolve and they're still evolving. I mean, Jared Pennington in, in the whole, you know, bottom ball deal foot break. I mean, those guys have been doing that for, I mean, forever. And though that's a different clientele. Again, I don't feel like there's a luster or prestige that's ever going to wear off because there's still only a couple of those events a year. So it, it, it really becomes the business plan economics for what the promoters want to do. If, if they put on an event and people pre-enter and they say they're coming and they show up and it's not a complete loss, guess what? The event's going to go on again next year. Um, I, I mean, look at COVID. There were events that went on during COVID that were through the roof, had great attendance. Why? We're going to do what we want to do. People are going to show up. And um, I think as long as you continue to show up, the races will still go on. But I do think at some point there will be a little bit of an economic adjustment that will have to take place. Um, at some point, I think that goes across the board for all of drag racing, whether it's pro mod, top sportsman, top dragster, radial racing. I, I mean, I, I just there's going to come a point where we're going to have some sort of financial adjustment, economic adjustment that we're going to go through in the next, I would say, 24 to 36 months. Next two to three years, I think we'll start to see a little something. And then I think we'll ramp right back up again and we'll go to the moon and the whole cycle roller coaster will start over. I'll buy that. I'll take that. And I'll send me a dollar because I damn sure could use it. (laughs) Just saying. Well, like I said, I I just wanted to bring it up. And, you know, as we wrap out the show or round out the show, uh, you know, something to think about, you know, because I, 
again, I think it's great for the sport. I'm just curious how long it's going to stay around. So, well, it's going to, it's going to stay around as long as PJ North stays around making hit music and singles out there. There you go. So yeah. That's how Ma- it, Yeah. Major shout out to him. He had a big night last night from what I understand from my text messages this morning. So, um, he just came out with a new single in his Nashville world. And uh, you guys should all go check it out. Um, pjnorth.com or I think it's the pjnorth.com. You know, we're going to have to get a new intro song before he gets so big and famous that he forgets who the hell God. racers and rental cars are. I mean, I at least can say, you know, hey, fool, I was in your wedding, so you better give me this for free. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we need, we need to get it done before he stops taking payment and chicken wings and beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We need to get this done. Let's get it done. Let's yeah. get it done. Yeah. So huge shout out to him. And uh, I know it's not racing related, but it's our racing family. So, and our intro song person. So um, yeah, Absolutely. If, you guys are, if you guys are country music listeners, be sure to check out his new song. Kind of my thing. I think it's called. So um, it's on Spotify and all that. It's actually on one of Spotify's new Nashville playlists. I noticed this morning. So that's, oh, that's that's cool gaining some traction so well, um, hey i'm sorry i still got all about the wally playing on my phone it's like <laughs> the first I, I kid you not when i plug my phone into the truck to that car play it's in check on music library it's the first song that kicks off is all about that wally there you it's, go it's never it's never changed i'm never changing it'll always be the first song so yeah congrats to pj uh amanda the whole his whole team out there that he's out there he's putting the grind in in the music industry still holds on to a steering wheel and we're over here doing the same thing in motorsports so big shout out but cam my weekend is kicking off after i go to rehab (laughs) not for not for drinking um although who knows anyway um I'm trying, man, I'm spooling up. I'm getting ready to hit the road two weeks to Norwalk. I'm going to look like, um, uh, what's the guy's name off of Austin Powers? What was his? Gold member? No. Oh, Fat fat B. I'm going to look like. Baster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to look like him after two weeks of eating ice cream in Norwalk, let me tell you. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get the weekend kicked off. We're trying to get all spooled up, packed up, ready to be on the road for a couple weeks racing. It's going to be hot around here. It's rained for six days straight. And now, it's going to be 90s for a week. So, of course, that's the way that goes. But uh, I hope you, the wife, Jet, you guys enjoy the, the West Coast weather. And, uh, dude, I'm going to have some racing on. Get get after it. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Drop that info, hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. Cam, get us out of here. Yeah, no, good luck to you for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I will be working behind the scenes. I got a lot of helmets to paint for all the people that uh, have reached out for that. So I'll be plenty busy and working on a lot of painting stuff. But uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get back to the racetrack soon. And big shout out to, uh, you know, all of our partners as well. Um, Voice America, KNN, NGK, NTK, um, and all of the great partners like Flow Racing, you know, Alex Stryler, all the all our all our friends that uh, help make this stuff get going and uh, produced and and whatnot. So, thank you to them, and yeah, see you next week, Don. Later.
the track, the drag strip, the desert challenge. Cane infiltration is found wherever there's racing. It teaches us what works. Every mile of lessons go into every cane in filter, so every filter can go to the finish. Special discounts on KN air, oil, and cabin filters. Available at participating resellers and on KNFilters.com. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America for all of your podcasting needs, KN Air Filters, Manscaped.com, CBDMD, Motion Raceworks, and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. We appreciate, they appreciate your business and we'll see you next week.